All right, so bonus round. Let's talk about saving money on prototypes. This is something that a lot of people struggle with, you know, that, you know, prototype components and cars and all that stuff, it's not cheap. And if you're making a whole bunch, you're iterating a, a whole bunch over and over and over again, it could get kind of expensive, especially since, you know, the payoff in the end might be zero, more than likely it's going to be zero. You're probably not going to uh, make money on your game, just kind of the, the, the ratios of things. And so tell me some ways that you found to save money on prototypes, whether it's components or cards or, or whatever it is. How do you save money? All right, well, so there's a couple of different versions of prototyping. You've got your alpha prototype, which can be scribble on pieces of paper. It can be Sharpie on a deck of playing cards. You know, so your alpha prototype, I want you to spend zero money on. You know, it, it, best case, or sorry, worst case is you go spend $3 at the thrift store to pick up a game to scribble all over. Now, beta prototyping, so playtesting, this is like when you're going to playtesting events, not pitching events, but playtesting events, you know, you need to have a little bit of stuff in place so that you can get the idea of your game across to your players. Because like say a wall of text on a card, players aren't going to read that. If you break it up with a picture, they're more likely to read the text on the card. You know, human brain is weird, but that's how it is. So for that, I mean, go pick up some magic cards or again, use playing cards, sleeve them and print out um, nice printouts on a home printer and cut them out with scissors, slip them in those card sleeves. That's going to be your absolute cheapest way to get the feel of a card and have it be prototyped. Now, those are also, depending on your level of graphic design ability with Word or with um, PowerPoint, you know, or something that comes standard on a computer, you could use those for your pitching events as well because I haven't met a publisher yet that wants a finished game as far as art because they're going to hire their own artists they're going to redo you know redo all of that anyway yeah for sure and just kind of go along with what you just said with with sleeving the cards this is something i learned from kirk dennison who's a game designer and publisher what he does is when he prints off the the cards to put inside the sleeves he doesn't put numbers on those, like what, you know, let's say this card has five health. He doesn't put the five on there. He will put the card in the sleeve, take a sharpie, and then write five on the outside of the sleeve. That way, if the number needs to change, which of course it's going to change because that's the way you know so playtesting does, all he has to do is wipe off the sharpie, and then he can write six. And so you don't have to print out cards over and over and over again. You can just kind of. Um, wipe off the numbers and then put those back on there with a sharpie, and so it kind of saves you time and effort in that regard. Absolutely. Yeah. And sleeving does so much too, because you can, of course, with the penny sleeves, you can see through both sides. So if you need to have separate back card backs, you can do that with the, you know, with the mm-hmm. clear sleeves. Now, if you don't need that, you can go with the opaque sleeves and just change out the front over and over. And now what I've been known to do is go ahead and put my second version over top of my first version. So if it turns out math wise or balance wise, I need to go back to that first version. I can literally just take out the top sheet of paper and then my other iteration of the game is behind it <laughs> right <laughs> because i'm i'm super cheap that way and a little bit lazy because sleeving and unsleeving pieces of paper rather than cards is kind of annoying yeah absolutely now now of course we've got the cadillac of prototypes which you know you're going to be getting it printed at game crafter getting it printed at drive through cards and that sort of thing but right below that you know there's still stuff that you can do yourself so if you're going to a pitching event if you're going to a publisher speed dating kind of thing or an unpub you know, if you need a board, there are four different sizes of boards available on Amazon that are blank boards. Um, they run $14 down to, I think, six ninety nine, um, And that's actually wrapped double-sided, you know, laminated boards. Not double-sided for your art, but, like, 
they actually have, you know, the blue or the black little crackly finish like all board games used to have mm-hmm. um, on there. So you can get those quad fold and I think they do have a six fold board now. And they definitely have the half fold board. So you've got a couple of different sizes of boards available and you can get sticker paper from Walmart, you know, Office Depot, any of those places. So you can tile print once you've got your art, you know, your art you've done yourself, not that you've paid for, hopefully. Um, you can tile print those out and then, of course, cut off the white edges that your printer can't print all the way to the edge of the paper and, you know, stick those to the, the boards. And then you just take an exacto knife and run it down between the, the seams where it folds. And now you've got an actual board. Yep. And it's kind of the same way I do with um, when I'm prototyping with little bits as I go to the thrift store <laughs> and I go find games that have little bits. I have four different versions of Risk. Well, <laughs> I really only have the wooden cubes, but I have so many wooden component cubes now. Like I, I can make so many games. <laughs> yeah, for sure. All right. Is there any other, uh, how, how to do this on the cheap kind of advice? Um, no, I think, you know, that pretty much covers it. Just to be innovative, yeah. use things in a new way. Um, you know, you were talking about writing on, writing on the sleeves and wiping it off. You know, you can do the same thing with acetate. You can get acetate sheets in like 11 by 17 and use that as your board. And then you've essentially made a dry erase board. Um, and if you, if you don't know to get Sharpie off of plastic, right over the Sharpie with a dry erase marker and then wipe and both come off. Yep. That's the way to do it. Well, awesome. Adrian, <laughs> again, thank you for your advice. Thank you for all your ideas, both in this show and, and the main show. And uh, thanks for coming on the show. Thanks for coming on the show. And good luck with everything you got going on right now. All right. Thank you so much. I had a great time.